0: Welcome everybody to the greatest music NFT podcast show. I am your host, Beeks Vibe, and this is your number one source for all things Web3 music and Music NFTs. Welcome back, everybody. It's nice to have everyone still tuning in, episode 31. You know, I haven't talked about it, but we have crossed the halfway mark to the first year of this podcast. I think, you know, it's pretty it's pretty impressive just for my own self because I wasn't really sure. Well, I, w- I did have a plan, you know, I, I know I wanted to kind of set out on this journey and kind of just track this following as, you know, music NFTs and all things kind of technology related towards music were continuing to just disrupt the music business as we knew it, which is really how I've ever known the music industry is just to be a industry, completely kind of reinventing itself based off of uh, the need for innovation, the need for kind of continued iteration on supply and demand to kind of continue to increase, reiterate kind of the value of music. And so it's really been quite a journey so far. So here we are on the back nine of the kind of first season of this podcast. I will do a little bit of housekeeping here at the top of the show. I'm thinking about, I'm considering here, the team at the Greatest Music NFT Podcast show is considering what a name change and the implications of of one might do for this show. As we talked about last week's episode and potentially the episode before that, we were talking about kind of just where the scope of the topics of the content of this podcast might go. And that as of recently, I haven't been covering as much towards exclusively music NFTs, but a lot of just kind of the AI uh, revolution that we've all been kind of living through this year in 2023 and how AI music and just kind of all things generative AI are kind of taking all these industries and especially, you know, creative industries by storm. And so that kind of warranted a different type of way that we were... Discussing content on this program, and so you know, kind of had me thinking: just what would a name uh, change kind of do for the show? So you know, potentially a rebranding of this podcast in the future. Um, Nothing I've kind of you know sunk my teeth into or committed to anything too firmly. Uh, Just kind of putting it out there in the ether. Um, If anyone listening in the audience has any ideas or concerns or points of contention about such a thing. would always love to hear it. You know, you can always reach us at the podcast email. That is thevibehouse at gmail.com. Vibe spelled with a Y, of course. Always keeping it on brand. And yeah, you can always shoot us an email there if you ever want to hit the podcast up formally. Of course, you always can follow us on Twitter at TGMNFTPod. Of course, that's short for The Greatest Music NFT Podcast Show. Um, so you can follow us there or leave a comment on YouTube, leave a comment on TikTok, wherever you might find us. And that's one of the things, right? Like when we talk about like leave a comment and that kind of fan engagement, you know, really most of the audience probably listens to this either on Spotify or Apple podcast or Google podcast, you know, they're really the three biggest ones. And if that's where you're streaming, you know, I wish that's where you could just go ahead and leave a comment as opposed to having to kind of cross a medium and get to like a social media or something like that. But I digress. So this week's episode might be a little short, a little sweet, you know, or maybe not so sweet, but a little short. And I'll tell you why. So, you know, we're talking about all things music NFTs. And let's just be honest, folks. The momentum of music NFTs and where we are right now is a little slow. We have to be honest with ourselves. We have to be able to call a spade a spade when we see it. And, uh, you know, that's just kind of where we are right now in terms of just the sales, in terms of news, in terms of coverage. You know, music NFTs haven't been doing a whole lot. There are a couple things I would like to talk about. But all in all, you know, the momentum's just a little slow. So a couple things that we want to talk about. One, I do want to talk about, and I might try and detail this a little further and put it kind of better together as a full package, since I'm going to just like brush over this with a one-sentence stroke here, but I was really uh, interested in seeing the live performances that were coming out of the music NFT community that were coming from the likes of Ray Isla and Sammy Arriaga, and I believe Violetta was also kind of out and about in Nashville, Tennessee, if I'm not mistaken. I think a couple of them reside there. I think Ray Isla was on a full-blown tour. So I might try to cover that a little better because, you know, those three in particular that I'm naming, and there are a few more that were all in that conversation, but those three in particular are three that I've definitely had my eyes on in terms of just, you know, watching artists who do the right things in the music NFT world and how to kind of really engage with the fan base through everything we've talked about right in terms of like always there's always kind of a moving target of like what's the trendiest like best thing you can do you know we kind of talk about it as like the meta of the day like what's the best kind of content strategy for for branding and for marketing yourself and so it's kind of changing you know we've always talked a lot about twitter spaces and you know i've seen these artists you know always just do go go so hard on twitter spaces and we talk about you know giving value to your community and these artists would go so hard on providing value with different types of NFT surprises and projects, and so many drops and airdrops and rewards, and just you know, just, you know, just doing it right. I mean, it's really all you can say is just doing it right. Well, lastly, what they really were doing was putting the pedal to the metal, and they were going out and about and showing you know, going out on live performances and really, you know, showing kind of the web two world, what web three music was all about. And so, you know, they, I think they all did a meetup and performed together and just, I think had some of their strongest community holders and members also kind of travel to participate live in person. And I think it was just a really incredible event. So shout out to them for that and would love to give some more coverage on that on a later date. The other thing I wanted to mention is some other news I've seen just kind of on Twitter and just in different kind of conversations and discussions is, you know, part of the bear market that we're living in right now and kind of going through, it is meme coin season. And with that, of course, on this podcast, we're not doing any types of suggestions and I'm not even really going to talk about the meme coins in particular, but I bring that up for one reason that what happens overall when there's a little bit of a mini bull run within the bear market and what, you know, with this kind of meme coin season that's introduced some of that behavior in the markets once again, well, it introduces some of these gas fees that Ethereum in particular are notorious for. And so one of the kind of consequences or side effects to this is that any music NFT artist that is ever kind of planning or preparing to do a mint or, you know, a drop of their music collection during kind of quote unquote, this meme season, meme coin season. Well, it can be an unfortunate side effect that your community members or NFT holders have to kind of deal with the extra fees of the increased value of gas due to the increased kind of surge of uh, use on the blockchain. And this is something that Ethereum's had to deal with and has struggled with for a long time. And everyone knows this. And this was definitely a major problem in the main bull run. And this is what kind of create, you know, spawned the, how all these different kind of L2 or Layer 2 blockchains. And so the new topic of conversation that has been had is like music NFTs moving to Layer 2 blockchains. And it's all about kind of the big trilemma of blockchains, which is decentralization, scalability, and security. And that, essentially, you can always kind of have two, but you can't have three of those. And so with Ethereum, you know, it's very decentralized. It's got great security, kind of in theory, but its scalability has always kind of been the downfall for it. And so there's different layer twos. And there's a bunch of them like Optimism, like Polygon, there like Boba. There are you know several different types of layer two blockchains which essentially strive to just work on kind of the scaling solution and they are built on top of other layer ones. So Ethereum being a layer one, and then you would have you know several other layer twos that you know build on top of that. Now, people think, well, if it's just you know scalable, why don't we just always use layer twos? Well. It's because getting to layer twos is a little bit tricky sometimes and that introduces kind of bridging and then bridging, of course, you know, does have, you know, security issues. And so same, you know, the trilemma doesn't go away just because layer twos are good at, you know, one thing doesn't mean they're necessarily good at another thing. And then when you have to deal with like bridging, it just, it kind of introduces different points of security risk that then are kind of added to the equation. And so much more. I'm just kind of detailing this in a very kind of high-level overview. But nonetheless, it's interesting talking about Layer 2s with music, and we'll see where that goes. But I kind of will use that topic to segue into kind of one final thing I'll leave the audience with this week. So I was reading in the news, and a business-to-business music streaming technology company called Tuned Global has joined forces with Revelator a digital IP infrastructure provider for music to integrate NFTs into music streaming platforms. Now, they don't necessarily specify which music streaming platforms. And when we talk about music streaming platforms, we're talking about all digital service providers, DSPs, right? So Spotify, and then, you know, Tidal, you know, Apple Music, whatever, all of them. There's like 300 of them, but like, I think only everyone only listens to like two or three of them. So apparently through this collaboration, Tuned Global's partners, including digital service providers, will be able to let artists create and distribute music releases as NFTs directly onto their Web2 streaming platforms. And this would be super cool to kind of see this type of integration. And this is the type of integration that would really be great for like all all of Web3. But I think this is kind of the right way to do it, is to see it as just an additional layer on top of existing kind of web to infrastructure as we know it, not this like crazy disruption, turn everything over. You know, I still laugh and kind of applaud this like hard stance of like, Oh, I'm only going to sell music NFTs and I'm taking all my music off Spotify. It's like, okay, but I don't know if that's necessarily getting to the point. Cause you're actually sabotaging your own bottom line when you do that. But when you have the, when you treat it as a premium offering to what's already available, so it's like, hey, listen, you don't want to support kind of above and beyond, I get it, stream the song, I get the royalty, we're all good. But if you have an available offering right there at that same kind of interface where the audience is going, which is where music is going to get streamed, which is the digital service provider... To allow the integration of an NFT purchase to kind of go externally linked right there would be vital. Now, there's a couple caveats to this dream come true Here is, I think one of the biggest caveats is how Apple has really clawed away with being really over-the-top protective with its kind of in-app purchases. So this would be kind of a web platform play versus like a mobile play. Cause then you have to deal with the app store and the Google play store. And those comes with a whole different kind of set of rules that you have to uh, play by. So let's kind of forget all of that in theory here, but I think it would be really great to find, a company that's willing to kind of pioneer the way to see the music NFT integration where the actual music is getting streamed. So whether that's on YouTube, whether that's on the streaming platforms and the digital service providers themselves, I think that would be really awesome to see. So shout out to Tune Global and their efforts and initiatives with trying to get this going. I'll just give a little bit more coverage in terms of what they're looking to do here. They say... Artists will have the opportunity to mint new releases, new exclusives, or derivative content as NFT collections on Polygon, a popular layer two. Look at that, layer two scaling solution built on the Ethereum blockchain. This collaboration allows NFTs to coexist with traditionally streamed music, giving fans the chance to interact with digital collectibles and access exclusive content through token gated mechanisms. Yeah, so that's great. And I mean, that's what we're talking about, right? Just like a premium offering, boom. I think that's hilarious that they also talk about kind of the, yeah, that's what Polygon is kind of a very popular L2. Kind of the downfall to Polygon is it always seems like it's a little, you know, it's like rickety to get there. It's like, I got a bridge, it's like using ETH, but it's like a Polygon version of ETH. It's like, what's going on? So it always gets a little complicated and that's part of the kind of trickery to the whole blockchain onboarding process is how do we make kind of that easiness of onboarding you know just kind of like one click easy for the user and i think we're still working on that i think we're still working on that but nonetheless that's the kind of integration i think would be really exciting to see for music nfts is really seeing kind of the best of both worlds from both ends so we're really just seeing web3 just being an, an additional add-on layer to kind of the web2 infrastructure would be really great Because as someone said, and yeah, I mean, this is also like kind of the obvious, but I think sometimes people don't always get this or think of it like this. But when we talk about Web3, quote unquote, those are like hard air quotes I'm using there. It's always using the internet. Like there isn't some type of Web3 that's not using, quote unquote, like Web2 technologies or infrastructure. So like anytime we're talking about blockchain or music NFTs or anything, it's using the internet where we are using web two services. I mean, we are still going through all those protocols, whether it's a website, you know, whether it's a browser, you know, like MetaMask or whatever, whether it's a app or a mobile app, you know, and I have to go through iOS or whatever, like it's all using the same kind of technology and infrastructure that we all came from. So it's not this, like this or that it's this and that. And it's always kind of been that in my mind. So Anyways, I will leave you all with that. I know I gave the kind of call out to some of that social media stuff, but if you have not yet, make sure you're following us on Twitter at TGMNFTPod. That is short for The Greatest Music NFT Podcast Show. And let us know what you think about a potential name change. You know, we are still talking about music NFTs. That is not what I'm saying. We are still talking about music NFTs. It's just, we might be taking it just one step back and being a little broader about kind of the technology and the disruption in, in terms of the entire music business. So that's all we're thinking about. So if you have any ideas, I'd love to make it a collaboration with the audience and uh, you know, don't ask for too much royalties on the IP if you do give me a good suggestion. because I might just take it and I might just run with it. So that's that. All right, I will see everyone same place, same time next week. See you then. Peace.